right, this is your man, Sir Earl, checking in. Y'all almost didn't get this today. I've been fooling around with this damn laptop computer for the past hour. I got to go to work. So, you know, I do run a business. Um, so, uh, but it is. It's Monday afternoon. Well, late afternoon, 1.30, something like that. Um, so, I just wanted to come on here and, uh, you know, just... Drop another podcast. Anybody that listens to it knows that it's pretty much just a general uh, podcast about things that I think and I see that's going on. Um, a couple of things. Um, one question that I have, okay? You're driving and it, hey, Tarita, are you driving and uh, you see these people by the side of the expressway? begging for money, okay? Uh, I seen one guy, I was out in Schomburg, one guy, he got his two kids, they begging, and he's, you know, I got feet, kids I got to feed or whatever, and it's like, when I talk to, I see this, and then when I talk to my buddies, my friends that own businesses, they can't even find workers. It's like people don't want to work nowadays. Um, that's like the toughest problem that people have. And I'm wondering, why the hell are you begging for money when there's so many damn jobs everywhere? You know what I mean? Maybe if you made a left and went to one of them damn stores and got you a job, you wouldn't have to beg for money. So I, I don't quite uh, understand how that how that works. <laughs> you know, you're out you're out begging for money, and it's people out begging for people to come work when all you got to do. It's going in and get your job, and you ain't got to stand on the side of the expressway all damn day and beg for money. So um, that was that's just one of the things that I noticed. I'm like, what the hell is really going on, you know? Um, people don't want to work. They really don't want to work. They'd rather sit out on the side of the road with their kids and, you know, beg for money. So I, I, that's, that's a, a new one to me. Um, also... Um, you know, in this time of year, and this leads into the subject in which I wanted to discuss this morning, in this time of year, we have a lot of proms. We have a lot of people uh, going on prom and things like that. Um, and I'm looking at what happened to, uh, what happened to the kids, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, you know, women got hair weaved down to they they ankles. Uh, guys got dreadlocks uh, hanging in their face they can't see. Um, they holding a stack of money, and it looks more like a rap video. And then uh, we question why our youth is out here uh, doing so many disrespectful things. Um, I'm I'm not saying that. You know, they got to look this way, they got to look that way, um, whatever, however a parent chooses to do. But I know my son, uh, my youngest, Cameron, Cameron is 27, 28 now, and I remember him being at school and asking me, uh, can he get some dreads, you know, dreadlocks in his hair? And my response was, well, if you don't want to have no head to put them on, then that, that would be fine too, because I'm going to knock your head off. And and his question was, well, why? And like I said, parents do what they want. I'm not telling anybody what to do with their kids. Um, 
I said, you know, I would rather you look like a prospect than a suspect. Um, you know, I'll say that again. Uh, we live in Chicago. And as we all know, our race is always profiled. No matter what you do, you're going to be profiled. Um, I would rather you look like a prospect, um, you know, than a suspect. Almost everybody you see that's arrested and they do their mugshot, they have dreads. So you're going to be, I understand that's the style, but, you know, it was um, when I was younger, uh, one thing my mother definitely, definitely, definitely did not tolerate. If everybody else is doing it, you ain't doing it, you know. And so she was, she was hell bent on you. You be yourself. You stand out from the crowd. Don't be a sheep. Be a leader. Um, but nowadays, it seems that that's the style. Everybody got it. Um, you, you watch the grad uh, prom or graduation videos, which everything on social media now is available, and everybody's holding up a stack of fake money. Um, you know, like you're talking on the phone or you're holding your hand like, that ain't your money. It ain't even real, you know. And it, it's just, it baffles me. Um, I really think, and this is this is what my subject is about. Um, I really think as a parent, okay, um, to, to, to tell, I'll put it this way, to tell your child to not smoke. Okay, but you smoke every day. Kids, younger people follow what you do, not necessarily what you say. They they don't they don't, they don't when it contradicts. Um, they they don't it, it's not it's not uh, gonna go well with them. Um, they're gonna always follow the path of least resistance. And it, it's what I tell anybody that has kids that one thing I find in this day and era is an enormous amount of disrespect from you from the youth and no one dreams anymore um that that's that's what i think is the the hardest downfall um on society today is that um you know kids no matter what they are a product of what they see at home and if if you're if, you're, if the streets raise your kids instead of you, um, that's your fault. Um, I, I know my mom fought a hard. I, mean, I went through my trial tribulations. I've been through my situations of being locked up and running with gangs and doing all these things. But I always had a mother that stayed on my ass, you know. So eventually, um, those lessons came back around um, to make me a better person because. She stuck with that. So I don't I don't quite understand when I see kids today. I'll set up interviews. Matter of fact, like, matter of fact, last week I had three interviews lined up. Okay. People needing jobs. They didn't even come. They didn't even show up. None of them for the interview. That was unheard of. You know, when I was coming up. You 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 not only go to the interview, you bagged the hell out of whoever was trying to hire you. Every day after that, until they hired you, you know what I mean. Nowadays, they don't even care. They don't even show up, and I'm not the only one. I have a, a lot of uh, people that I know, associates that own businesses, and they all go through it. It's um, 
there's just this disconnect of uh, not wanting the job, or if they come, if they want the job, they come through the door and they want your position. You know what I mean? You're the owner, president. They want that. They don't want to start from the bottom. Why? Why? Why I believe it is. Um, we push our kids to go to school and graduate and get a degree, and they come out believing that they're so smart and they're so well-liked. I mean, I love my kids to death, but the world don't. The world don't give a damn. So to come into a place and think you're special and you don't have to work hard um, to get where you're trying to go um, in that job position, not wanting to start from the bottom, I think that's a, uh, a tragedy. I think that's a direct correlation to your upbringing. Um, I really believe that, you know, if you want to see an idiot, follow an idiot kid home and it's an idiot going to the door. Um, so I would love to see um, us getting back to, I mean, if you work a job 30 years and you hate it and you come home and complain every day about hate, how you hate your job, how you hate life, how, you know, you, you only took that because you had to provide from your family. What do you think these kids are getting from that? That's why we have so many people in unhappy states because we no, we no longer, draw, not me, but, you know, as a society, we no longer dream, so therefore we don't teach our kids to dream. Um, we teach them to get a job, make the ends meet, work until you die, Hopefully you get a 401k and, and then life is going to be okay. Um, I think that uh, we owe more to our kids than to just live mediocre and raise them mediocre. Therefore, we will always have a mediocre society. And um, I, I'm, I'm of the adage that... Uh, the parent take it as far as they can, um, pass it on to the child. They take it, next generation take it, and, and that's how you grow and that's how you you develop something. We, we've lost so much sight of that. We've gotten so far away from that that um, it's no wonder uh, these kids are out here doing whatever the hell they want to do. Um, they... they you know, my great-grandmother used to always tell me an idle mind is a playground for the devil. Okay, and we have so many kids that you don't, they, they don't work, uh, they hang out. Uh, hanging out is an idle mind. It's gonna get, you're going to get in trouble every time. So um, when I look at the, the generation of today, um, the not hearing about their health, we all played sports coming up. That was one of the first things you did after you did your homework and, and your chores. You went outside to play. These kids nowadays don't want to play. They want to get on a video game. And I don't I, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but they have accepted to be overweight and unhealthy as a way of life. Why? Because their parents did. Um, and it's just, it's not good. I mean, you have... You have kids nowadays that are young adults nowadays that, you know, they're 13 and 14 with, with problems that you used to only develop 
in your later years. I mean, high, high blood pressure, diabetes, hypertension, all these things. These are afflicting kids now, heart disease. They're afflicting kids at 13, 14 years old because of what we're eating, because we're not exercising, because we're not being raised in such a way that our health means anything to us. Um, I know parents who, um, what up, stay? Um, you know, I know parents that, uh, you know, their health is for shit. So is it any wonder that their kids' health is going to be for shit? They don't value it. And remember what I told you, kids value what they see. If they see you doing something positive in your life, um, they're going to follow suit. Matter of fact, one of my guys that just jumped on here, Steve is a uh, Chicago detective. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell nobody that, but he is. He don't look like one, though. He look like a wild biker. But, um, you know, I've known, I've known Steve a long, long time. And, and he's a quality guy. And, you know, he went on to be a successful Chicago police. And his son followed right in his footsteps. Okay? Why? Because he set the example. You know, if he was fat, out of shape, drinking beers, laying on the couch, watching TV all day, what do you think his child is going to do? You know, they're going to grow up with those same uh, values or lack thereof. So it's like anytime I see uh, kids out here acting a goddamn fool, um, I trace it straight back to the parents because they didn't learn that behavior from any, from, uh, they learned that from home. And if you were not that kind of person, you're tolerating that type of behavior. Um, you know, um, I have, I have t uh, clients that are teachers and they tell me, they call, they, they call one of the student's parents to tell them that they're acting up in school. The parent want to come up there and whoop their ass. You know what I mean? It, it's just the, the disrespect of what these kids are seeing from their parents. That's why they're running, acting this way and doing these things, man. It, it's got to stop at some point in time. And, and it's like, you know, I don't, I don't have the solution. I am not, uh, Grade A father, I've made huge mistakes. Continue to, um, but I I know what I know what side I used to run on, and I know what side I run on now, and I know what I see. Um, there there's no accident that those that are of good character raise kids of good character, um, and they're not out there doing that nonsense. You know what I mean? Um, so you know. We are our kids' savior. We have to, we have to be quality in order for our kids to be quality. They don't do what you say; they do what they see you do. And if you are non-quality, if you don't give a shit about your health, if you don't love the job that you're doing, you're just doing it because you got to pay the goddamn bills. Um, what do you think they're going to grow up to do? Because that's all they see. So therefore, we have we don't have kids dreaming. We don't have kids uh, looking for things that they love to do to be a productive member of society. And and I directly blame it on the upbringing. I mean, kids do get older, they make their own choice. But the way that it's going now is just so much going on that it, 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 this is something more than just 
you know, this child making up his mind, man, this shit is being instilled in these kids or not being beat out of them. I know, you know, when I was younger, you fuck up, mama get that ass, you know. Um, you know, that's just the way it was then, you know. It's different. Um, so that's just all I wanted to talk about is just, you know, let, let, let's start trying to produce a better world through our kids. We're, we're getting older. We're all getting older. There's no one that I know that, you know, when their birthday come, they get take a year off. You know, we're all getting older. Um, and it's, it's scary what we're handing off this world to. And if we don't start to think different and get a better grip on it, it things are going to get really, really screwed up. The America is screwed up anyway, even though it's the greatest country in the world. It's got its problems and things like that, but we're we're at we're acerbating the problem by not doing our part as parents. Um, you know, we think because we provide, we're parent. Um, you got to set example. You you have to have the you have to have them to look up to, aspire to, want to be something um, that they would love to do. Um, if you ain't doing shit, they ain't gonna do shit. Okay, so that was my message. Uh, you know, catch you guys next week. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, this is your man, Sir Earl. Checking out of here. See you again next week. Peace.